Hi, this is Dave Moore, inviting you to listen to a brand new local radio station, Kicks Country 107.5. I do the morning show every weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. And you can listen to Pueblo's podcast episodes every Sunday morning at 7.30. Check it out. Kicks Country 107.5. This episode of Pueblo's Podcast is presented by... For 100 years, Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors has had a reputation for excellence. Their focus has always been thoughtful, caring, professional, personalized service to families. Moving into the next century, Gary and Diane Montgomery pledge their commitment and long tradition of providing care and compassion for the community they have always called home. Continuing to set the bar high, they promise to go above and beyond for each family they serve, not because it's business, but because it's their way of life. They invite you to call or visit today, Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors, at 14th and Main in downtown Pueblo, 719-542-1552, Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors. I'm Dave Moore, and this is Pueblo's Podcast. My guest today is Janelle Quick, who's the director of the Pueblo Hispanic Education Foundation. Hi, Janelle. Hi. Thanks for coming in. Good to see you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Pueblo Hispanic Education Foundation has been going in Pueblo for many, many years. Can you give us a bit of a history and when it got started and how it got started? Sure. So we were founded in 1988 um, after a group of Hispanic leaders noticed that there was a little disparity in the quality of support financially for Hispanic and Latino students in the community, Mm. especially up at our institution up on the hill. And so uh, they came together and raised funds to help support students um, with Latino or Hispanic descent. And then um, we've been doing that now. We're on our 35th year. Wow. I know. That's, that's exciting. So we, um, we are excited to continue the legacy of the organization and to continue to support students. We do, however, the board uh, several years ago decided that it was in the best interest of the community to serve all students. So we do not um, only serve Hispanic students or Latino students. We serve all students. So don't let our name keep you from applying for funding from uh, our organization. Sure. And now students that are eligible, are they from Pueblo, Pueblo County, or how far out would you reach for students? The majority of our funds are for Pueblo County students. However, we have um, one or two private scholarships that we house that will extend to Otero County, Crowley County, Fremont County, El Paso County, and Los Animas County. Very good. And so that that's great. And how many scholarships do you typically award um, each year? So in the 2022-23 school year, academic year, we gave away 400 scholarships wow. to students all over um, the country. I, you know, our Pueblo kids can choose to go wherever they like. Sure. And so a good chunk of our students are staying in Pueblo and in in Colorado, but we do have about 50 to 70 students that go outside of Colorado for college, and we have funding that helps support that as well. And with the cost of education, any type of scholarship is just so helpful. Oh, yeah. Like 
you know, there's been some strides in, in loans and there's been some strides in um, scholarships and funding that the universities and colleges are supporting. Um, but every little bit helps because, yeah, you're talking about tuition and fees and books and housing and food and all of those things add up. And oh. so we're happy to be a part of that process to help those reduce those costs. Absolutely. That's terrific. So you have a, a period right now where people can apply. First of all, how do the students apply for a scholarship? And uh, then is there and what is the deadline then? Okay, so our application opened the first week of January, and it will run through April 1st at noon. You have to visit us at our website, which is phef.net. And there is a scholarship tab and you click on that and it will guide you the rest of the way through. The exciting part this year is that if you've been with us as um, a scholar in the past, you're going to see a new application this year. We moved to some better software and some better um, ability to track scholarships. And so they'll see a new platform if you're returning. If you're a new student, you won't notice the difference, um, but it's really tailored to be user-friendly and gather the information that we need in order to to see what you qualify for. I suspect that the the range of students that apply is quite diverse as far as what their education goals are. Absolutely. We have the scholarships to serve just about everybody. So most of the time people assume scholarships are tied to two-year and four-year education, but we also house scholarships that help students with their GED prep and their GED test. We have scholarships that help students if they're going into career or technical education or vocation or uh, credentialing. So you don't have to be a traditional two-year institution or four-year institution student to apply for funds from PHEF. Oh, that's great. And I like the fact that they can apply for any educational institution anywhere in the country and and the scholarship is good for those. Correct. So uh, we have a scholarship that is called the Red, White, and Blue Scholarship. And that is the mm-hmm. one that um, if you apply and you are attending college outside of Colorado, that's the one that you're going to apply and, and be considered for. And that can go to any school in the continental United States. Wow. Do you recall some of the students who received scholarship uh, where they um, where they went to school? Oh, yeah. So we in our office, we have a couple things. In the main office, we have a wall that we put logos up of every college of every student that goes to where they go. So oh, we're constantly nice. looking and seeing the work that we're doing by watching all the different schools that pop up on the wall. Um, and then we have a, a cork board that's in the shape of the United States and we put pins where our kids go so we can take a look at where they're at. So we have one as far as Hawaii. Um, we have some that are in Texas and in Oklahoma, Nebraska. We have a Harvard student. We have a wow. Stanford student. Um, we have kids everywhere. And that's the exciting part is we have two amazing institutions locally and they're meeting the needs of students, but not every student. We, you know, some, some educational paths have to go somewhere else. And so that's why we're happy that our funds will extend to those students who need to leave for a while. And we hope that they will come back to Pueblo with all that knowledge and become the next leaders in our community and the doctors and the, you know, the things that we really need to keep Pueblo thriving. Oh, sure. That would be nice if, the high percentage or even a small percentage of those students return to Pueblo and, and do their uh, professional work here. And I'm seeing an increase in students who are really 
happy with Pueblo and then they they want to make Pueblo their home after college and they want to see great things happen for our community and so um, I have good faith in the students in our community that they're going to do amazing things for us. Oh, that's terrific. And I love, um, I was reading your uh, website the other day. I love the line that said, the scholarships turn educational dreams into goals and goals into reality. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to dream and it's another thing to set goals. And, and um, I read somewhere recently that dreams are um, just um, things that you don't really have follow through. But once you set a goal and you choose to achieve it, then that's when magic happens. And so if we can help facilitate that um, through the f- through the funding that we offer or the workshops and, and programs, then we're just part of that process for you achieving your goals. Sure. And I've been at some of the events in the past, the mm-hmm. fundraising events mm-hmm. for the Pueblo Hispanic Education Foundation. And how, how traditionally or how normally do you get to, uh, or how do you usually get the funding for the scholarships? So we've got a couple different avenues for funding. We have been um, the driving force since the inception of approval of marijuana in our community. Mm -hmm. So a large chunk of that funding comes from the marijuana excess tax fund that Pueblo County collects. Okay. Um, So we see a good portion of funding come from there. The other half of the funds that we get um, in a grand scale, we we leverage the money from the county and we apply for matching grants from the state, from Colorado Department of Higher Education, and we get those matching grants. So we're basically doubling the money that the county affords us to help um, students in our own county, which is fabulous to turn, you know, a quarter of a million dollars into a half a million dollars. Oh, yeah. That's a great investment yeah, for the it's, county, it's right? It's like really good. It's better than Vegas. And right. So, <laughs> and so that's a great way that we expand the funds that we have. And then we do our own fundraising. And then we also house several um, private scholarships. So if you want to start a scholarship in memory of somebody or in honor of somebody or your family wants to create a family scholarship to give back to Pueblo, we house those too. So we have about 16 to 20 scholarships every year that we have um, that we administer and, and work to find the students for. And then, um, and then we just keep moving forward with how we choose to um, find more resources. We apply for grants constantly. We apply sure. for any type of funding. Um, and then, of course, if there's anybody out there that just has a couple million dollars laying around and want right. to donate it, I'm your girl. Like, bring sure. it on down. We'll <laughs> make good use of the money. And how would they contact you if they want to either uh, donate to the funding or create a, uh, a scholarship in memory or in honor of someone? Sure. They can always call Pueblo Hispanic Education Foundation. We can be reached at 719 719- three two zero five five nine six um or give us an email at p h e f at p h e f dot net. Okay. Um and yeah, let's start the conversation. If you truly care about education and the well being of our future leaders and people, then we're a great resource for that because um we want to make sure these students are successful. And we don't just give them 
financial support, but once they get in the mix and they're a PHEF scholar, as we like to call them, then we give them a lot of support with whether we in-house, we can help them with programs or um, we hold workshops uh, so that they get skills like note-taking and study skills and test anxiety. And we just finished a program with our students on financial literacy with uh, junior achievement. So we put all these other things in place so that not only are we financially supporting them, but we're giving them the resources or helping them find the resources on their campus that will help them be academically successful, you know, keep their stress levels down, their mental wellness. Um, all of those things are important in, in order to be a, a success at the college level. Sure. That's terrific. You just don't hand them a check and say, see you later. No, I I really, I, I probably am like the annoying mom that they never knew they were going to get with this scholarship. <laughs> but I tell the students, um, I'm a lifer here in Pueblo. I know lots of people. I want great success for these kids. And if I can learn more about what they're doing or what their goals and aspirations are, I can guide them to people, you know, so like if there's ever a student who's going to go into radio broadcasting, I'm going to tell him I know Dave Moore and I would love for you to be able to chat with him one day and I can help facilitate that relationship. Nice. And we like to do that with a lot of different um, people, organizations. Um, It's, it's, you know, the adage, it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's great for us because we want you to get the things you need to know and then also give you, uh, you know, some support to find the resources and the people and the skills that are necessary. Oh, absolutely. That's that's a terrific program and terrific idea. So you have had some events in the past uh, for fundraising. Do you have anything uh, in the in the future that's coming up? So we do have a new idea that's coming. I'm not ready to let that one out yet, but okay. um, okay. but hopefully we'll be able to launch this soon. And that'll be happening in late May or 1st of June. So everybody be on Sure. On high alert. Let me know. I'll help yeah, you with, uh, absolutely. With that. Yeah. Um, and then we launched a new golf tournament last year, um, Muchachas Inteligentes, which is to raise funds for young women um, in higher education. And so that went off really well because it was an all women's tournament oh, okay. um, at the country club. And we had a lot of positive feedback that having an all women's tournament is pretty awesome. And so uh, that's going to continue this year, but we also got huge feedback that the guys felt left out. So <laughs> right. we're going to have a morning flight with the women and we're going to have an afternoon co-ed flight. So it's going to be a full day of golf, a chance for everybody to come together to raise this money for scholarships and uh, have a good time while we do it. Oh, very good. And do you have a date set for, for the golf tournament? So yes, we're excited. We have um, launched that scholarship this year on the Friday leading up to the Chile and Frijole Festival. So Friday morning, we will we'll be out at the golf course um, partaking in some merriment and and golf and all the good things. And then everybody can head over to the Chili Festival afterwards. So that'll be roughly what, the third week I of September? I believe it's September 23rd okay. is the date. So mark that on your calendar and right. block out that Friday to spend some time playing golf that day and enjoying um, enjoying the day. Oh, that's awesome. So you mentioned that you were a lifer. Give me a little background, Janelle, about your your history in Pueblo. Sure. So I was born and raised in Pueblo. Um, I have lived here 
forever. Um, I left for college. I went away to Nebraska for four years for college. And I was one of those students that wanted out of Pueblo. I didn't think anything good happened, right? As the young (laughs) kids do. And then you leave and then you appreciate Pueblo. And then I came back here and I knew this is where I wanted to live and, and build my career and build my family. And so I've um, been here for many, many, many moons. I'm not going to tell you exactly how many. Right, that's okay. Um, but um, <laughs> so, yeah, I've been in the nonprofit sector my whole professional career. I think that my goal in life is to not make widgets for other people and make people money, but um, to do work that really impacts others. Um, and I don't know if that came from my upbringing or my belief system or what, but I just know that I was here to, to do work that helps other people. And so that's what I've done. I've, I've worked at um, El Pueblo Boys and Girls Ranch way back in the early 90s, mid 90s. Mm-hmm. I uh, worked for goal, uh, for good, Goodwill Industries. I was a workforce development uh, director there. I worked for Goal Academy High School, um, which was a great, I've been with, I was with them for eight years and had the chance to watch that school grow and be a part of that. And then I did some time at Pedco doing economic development. Very nice. And now I'm here. And um, this is probably the best, not that I haven't enjoyed all my other jobs because I have, but this is like the cherry on the Sunday is this job because I just get to meet amazing people and raise funds and then give that money away to watch new kids do what I did, which was, you know, build your life out and and, oh, and sure. figure out what it's going to be. That's a great analogy, the cherry on top of the Sunday that you found the the most fun and interesting job that you've had. Yeah, I mean, I hope this is my, I mean, I would hope this is my last job. I, you never know. I mean, a million dollar job can come available tomorrow and I right. might take it. But I just know that this is really an amazing place. PHEF has such rich history and um, commitment to the to the community. We have amazing followers. We've had dedicated people who've always supported the organization. And that's, you know, that's invaluable. Oh, absolutely. And you mentioned Nebraska. I actually uh, was born in Nebraska. Really? Where? In uh, Sydney, in the Panhandle. Okay. I was way east. Were you at uh, in Lincoln or I Omaha? was in Crete, actually. Okay. I was at Doan University, Doan College at the time, and then they turned into a university. Oh, very good. But yes, I traveled far to go to college right. and um, <laughs> was the best experience I ever had. I loved my time in college. If I could have been a professional college student, I probably would have stayed. Um, but And I had a lot of friends who wanted me to stay in Nebraska after graduation, but I knew I needed to be back sure. in Colorado. I missed my mountains. I missed my Mexican food. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. When I grew up in Nebraska, we did not know what Mexican food was. No, 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 no. I remember going to a little Mexican restaurant in Lincoln back Mm -hmm. uh, in the early 90s and I don't know what it was, but it was not Mexican food. Right. <laughs> well, our first experience coming here, I was 13, and we walked into Taco Bell and had no idea oh. what any of the items were. Sure, we, yeah. But they've kind of come around. Nebraska has a little bit. But, they have, for yeah. sure. And, um, you know, they're, the people in Nebraska were amazing. I never felt more at home. I had excellent friends who would schlep me home for the holidays when I couldn't come back to Colorado for Easter's and Thanksgiving's and spring breaks that I, you know, my family couldn't afford to bring me back for those times. So I stayed with, I stayed with friends and their families and 
the most accommodating people. And in Little Town, Nebraska, you always got your name in the paper when you visited a family. So oh, right. I was in a lot of little newspapers. Oh, how cool. Miss yeah. Janelle Montoya from Pueblo, Colorado was a guest of the Johnson family oh, over the holiday. Nice. Yeah, it was funny. That is very cool. That's yeah. awesome. Small town USA, right? It, totally. Um, and uh, I still have amazing friends that are from Nebraska who sure. still live there. I love to go back and visit. They say you meet uh, the best friends or the friends that you keep for life in college. It's usually. true. Yeah. I, you know, I have amazing, solid friends from college that have been my friends now for over 30 years. And we actually, a group of my friends, we have a Facebook chat that's been going on nonstop for like 14 years. Oh, geez. So we, there's like eight or 10 of us and we're on that chat. And anytime we have babies or we've had, you know, milestones, we throw it on the chat. Sometimes somebody sees something that reminds them of when we were in school and we chat and it lays dormant you know, for a couple weeks and then all of a sudden something really cool happens and we jump on and yeah. And we'll always, I, I can't ever see that stopping. That's great. I've been talking with Janelle Quick, who is the director of the Pueblo Hispanic Education Foundation. And uh, tell us one more time, the best way for students to apply for a scholarship. Visit our website at www.phef.net. Okay. And then there'll be a scholarship tab. Click on that. And then right on there, it will say, start your application here. And you click on that. And then you get into our system and you start the application and it creates an automatic account for you and you'll be in. And the best part is one application, but you'll be considered for up to the 20 scholarships that we manage. So the questions that are asked on the application might seem silly, but they're all to help weed out what you qualify for and what you don't qualify for. Sure. And again, um, People do not have to be have Hispanic uh, heritage. Correct. All people, all students can apply. Yes, absolutely. We know that's what's in the best interest of our community is to have students educated and whether they're Hispanic or Latino or whatever uh, nationality or heritage, we welcome everyone. We do have some scholarships that are specific to Hispanic um, um, applicants, but um, that's not the requirement for every single scholarship we okay. offer. Great. And if someone wants to donate or, you know, they come into maybe somebody from Maine who won the the really? uh, jackpot yeah. the other day will write you guys a check. How, how do they contact you if they want to either donate or to create a scholarship on honor or in memory of someone? Sure. Just give us a call at PHEF. Our number is 719-320-5596 or email us at PHEF at phef.net and we'll ha be happy to spend some time visiting with you and and understanding what your goals as a donor are or as a, a scholarship um, founder you know we'll we'll figure it out perfect and i uh, have been talking with janelle quick from the pueblo hispanic education foundation i'm going to ask you a, a couple of uh, get to know you questions okay all right Find out your personality a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. 40 degrees or 90 degrees? 40 degrees. Dog or cat? Dogs all the way. Okay. Mountains or beach? Oh, that's such a hard one. I know. <laughs> I tough. love, I love, I've been to Hawaii and the beaches are beautiful, but yep. I love Colorado and I love the mountains. So I'm going to, can I just claim that a wash question? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> and what comes on your perfect pizza? Oh my gosh. Um, Italian sausage, mushrooms, roasted red peppers, ah. and um, 
I think that's it. I'd be pretty happy with that pizza. That sounds good to me. I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting hungry. <laughs> we might need to go to lunch that's now. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Janelle. It's been great talking with you. I've been speaking with Janelle Quick, the director of the Pueblo Hispanic Education Foundation, a terrific organization in Pueblo since 1988 and looking for another 35 plus years. Absolutely. We oh. look forward to continuing to support Pueblo students. Absolutely. I'm Dave Moore. That's Pueblo's podcast. Be proud, Pueblo. Pueblo.